Welcome to another edition of Market Impact Insights, your podcast source for business leadership perspectives to help your business grow. Hear from experts in marketing, sales, business strategy, and more with practical advice for business success. Make sure you won't miss the latest episodes by visiting marketimpactnow.com. Now, here's your host, Dan Albaum. Hello again. Over the course of my business career, I have had many conversations with colleagues about execution of strategy. Is it an art? Is it a science? Is it a little bit of both, somewhere in between? Joining us today to help get to the bottom of all this is Jolie Mosier and Jordan McCann, co-founders of Mosier McCann, a consultancy focused on transforming strategy into an operational reality. Jolie and Jordan, welcome to the program. Thank you, Dan. Glad to be here. So take us back a little bit in terms of your business background. You've often said big ideas demand flawless execution. What drove you to really looking into this area of great implementation and execution? Well, we were lucky enough, Jordan and I were lucky enough uh, to start our careers back in the late 80s in a very thriving and cutting edge industry, the wireless industry. And we had great opportunities in that industry and for the companies that we worked with to be part of transformational change. And we saw firsthand how strategies in a cutting edge industry were transformed into an operational reality. And as, as we kind of raised our hands and, and dove right into big projects and initiatives um, within that environment, we got to see firsthand what a difference it makes to have a practice and an intention in implementation. And how that really, on the heels of strategy, is equally as important uh, in how and what you do to realize the strategy that you're trying to achieve or a key initiative that you're trying to achieve in your business. And so we really, we, we got to live it early in our careers. And then um, just through those experiences, you know, we, we maximized on an opportunity that was a huge gap in the market 23 years ago that when we started our company which it's a gap that exists in the market today. And it's really that, that, that gap of, of dedicated implementation expertise. And so fortunately, we were able to create a consulting firm that's been dedicated to that for, for the last 23 years. Great. And in thinking about bridging the execution gap, and that sounds like is it really at the heart of what you work with companies on, what exactly does that mean? Well, it is. That is Mosher McCann's core, is implementation expertise. And as an executive recently stated uh, to us at an event, he said, you know, execution is the number one problem in business today. And I've also had somebody else who understood what the execution gap is and said, Jordan, it is not a gap. It is like a crevasse. And this is actually true in most medium and large size companies or organizations. So what is this bridging the execution gap? What does that mean? It is a critical leadership role that sits between what is 
strategy, and business decisions or key initiatives within an organization, and the ability to implement, integrate, and operationalize that vision within an organization. So when you know when you think about an implementation expert, they really play this role that, that it is the primary orchestrator cross-functionally within organizations that have very cross cross-functional but complex um, parts to the organization when it comes to implementation. And, and, and implementation expertise is needed sometimes from the outside for various reasons. We all know that FTEs in an organization all have operational roles to begin with, roles and responsibilities. But they can be very skilled at what they do, but they may just have bandwidth challenges. Um, sometimes it is a skill set issue um, that can be related to leadership or just scope of responsibilities. Sometimes it's related to experience. Um, and, and also what can also be very valuable in an implementation role is to be super objective and neutral while you're moving something through an organization cross-functionally. Um, a profile for a person who is bridging the execution gap, it is a very specific profile. It is a person who has a certain type of effective leadership, communication, and partnering skills coupled with a solid track record of success experiences. That that really is what the bridging the execution gap is about and where it sits in an organization between that strategy being able to operationalize it. Well, a lot to consider there. So for companies that do find the right people, as you say, that can really play a key role in getting uh, to another level in terms of execution and to achieve brilliance, what kinds of positive impacts are possible? Well, probably the, the most important is actually getting the work done. And realizing that full benefit of a strategy or an initiative by actually completing the work. Uh, we have many clients who share with us that they feel like, you know, they can't get traction. They, they, they're spinning their wheels. They, they can't get their initiative to move along. And, um, you know, when they dedicate that implementation expert, they really are giving their business a gift of seeing results, getting it across the finish line. And of, of getting these important initiatives working in their business. Um, some of the other more measurable, you know, benefits that they'll see are, you know, a reduction in rework. Um, when you think about implementation as a practice, a, 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 a we see our clients um, time and time again, uh, you know, if they don't spend the time upfront planning with an implementation expert and focused on execution in an intentional way, then they, they learn so much on the back end that they end up spending, you know, probably more time fixing than if they had focused on it initially and done the planning and, and engaged the, the right players across the organization for this focused execution effort. Um, we also see significant increased employee satisfaction and skill development. When you think about a cross-functional team coming together to implement um, some new initiative or strategy in a company, that, that's, a, that's a collective force of, of great talent. And 
these employees often very much they are the employees of the company because they know best what's happening in the organization when this transformational change is needing to um, be implemented across their specific functional areas. And and when you you leverage their talent and you lean in with them and value what their contribution is, not only do you get better results in your implementation, but you also increase your employee satisfaction because they're gaining skills and they're um, you know they're they're making things better for themselves and their teammates by representing their functional area in an organization. So so these are just some of the benefits that that we see and and actually live with our clients as they focus on implementation and execution as a practice within their companies. Wow. Those are some significant and measurable positive impacts. So Peter Drucker, a very well-known business consultant, was quoted as saying, culture eats strategy for breakfast. So when you think about great implementation and execution, what role does culture play? Well, I, I absolutely love that saying, and it is so true. Organizations are made up of cultural dynamics, and they directly impact the aspects of an effective execution, as well as they also contribute directly to the detrimental dysfunction of execution. And there are very happy, productive cultures out there, and there are also very divisive, unproductive cultures. And companies and organizations definitely have their reputations in the market based on their cultures. So the bottom line is high-functioning, effective communication skills combined with outstanding, confident leadership is a rare find. And yet, it is the key to driving executions that are successful. Wow. And culture, of course, is very powerful. But what are some of the other obstacles that companies might face in getting to the next level in their execution? Probably the biggest one that we see, Dan, is that companies really just tend to oversimplify what is needed for implementation. So they don't um, recognize right up front what it's going to take and what they're going to need. And we, we often hear things from our clients, when we're starting to engage with them, um, you know, if they've been struggling and been spinning their wheels, are things like, you know, well, we thought it would be simple, or you know, how how can it be, you know, that hard? All you really have to do is, and you know, kind of quotes. Um, these are the things that we hear from them, and um, and the obstacles that they face, I think, come a lot from the fact that that they do oversimplify it, because the reality is that. An effective execution in a complex corporate environment, which most of us work in these days, requires this the same expertise that Jordan referred to and, and a very specific set of highly developed skills um, to mention, again, leadership, communication, planning, critical thinking, and, and much more. And so when you oversimplify and kind of underestimate what it takes, you don't get started with the right level of skill and the right expertise to get out of the gate strong. And so, as we've mentioned a couple of times, so they, they can kind of sometimes end up spinning their wheels and not really getting the traction. And, and the, the unfortunate part, even just besides the waste of that, is that those great strategies and initiatives don't get to come to fruition in a timely manner. Um, 
And so kind of the counterpoint to that is we've seen companies who, who have overcome that os- obstacle really when they recognize that implementation, it's a skill and it's a practice and it's a critical next step in realizing the, the benefits of a strategy or a key initiative or you know, transforming that change in your business. Um, so, so I think kind of that's kind of one of the biggest things, um, you know, probably another obstacle is recognizing the upfront planning and diligence of execution. And that, you know, there's, there's sort of a, you know, um, a focus when we start an implementation that looks at, you know, where are you today? And, and what is this strategy or this business change? Where is it going to take you? And what is that going to look like in your business when you've finished and crossed, you know, the finish line? And um, there, there's a lot of planning that goes into that. And when you get that cross-functional team, you know, all rallied around this great initiative, everybody has to kind of put their two cents in and and put the planning and, and diligent thinking time in that helps create a successful outcome. And so I would think that's kind of another area that we see our customers struggle is when you kind of want to rush to completion, as opposed to taking that um, intentional, thoughtful approach of, you know, how do you effectively transform your business to meet that strategy or that that new way of doing business? And, and how do you operationalize effectively? Well, it definitely sounds like Discipline and patience has a role in really achieving all the results that are possible uh, through these kinds of improvement initiatives. So is there any other advice or learnings that you can offer to business leaders that may be thinking about improving their ability to execute? Well, what Jolie was referring to on that last question, I think she made one of the one of the points was a really important one that I think is worth emphasizing. And that is around that execution and implementation expertise is a category and a skill and a thing all of its own. So here's where we see most business leaders at whatever level where people go wrong when they think to go hire someone to whether it's even pulling someone internally or hiring from the outside is you do not want to get fixated and focused on functional and subject matter expertise. It's a super, it's a very, it's a very logical thing that you think, oh, I've got this CRM implementation. I need a CRM expert. Those are actually two different people when you're talking about implementation. You've got to have the functional and subject matter expertise on the team but that is not the same person that has the execution expertise typically. So when determining who should lead an implementation and an integration, whether it's internal or external that you're going for this person, do not focus on that functional and subject matter expertise. Now, we all know that in organizations, think about this, within any department functionally, Who are the people that we think of to go give that big, important thing and we're not allowed to hire on the outside? Something that needs an implementation. What people always do is they give it to people who have highly effective, get it done, figure it out skills um, that often have an operational job as well if they're internal. And they're usually drowning with key initiatives because people rely on them to get that done. Well, why is that? 
It's because they actually have these implementation expertise skills. So whether you're hiring from the inside or the outside, if it's external, Mosher McCann happens to be a consulting firm that solely specializes in implementation expertise. And, and people should be very conscientious of when you think to go hire external at all, you have to be very mindful of the maturity of our market and how the resource pools are all, um, they're all, they're very distinct. And there's many staff augmentation, con so-called consulting firms out there. A lot of them call themselves consultants, but they're really more FTE, staff aug, more from a temporary contractor basis, but they're not really specialized in implementation expertise. So it's just, it's just being mindful of that. And we see it most often and really experienced business leaders know this. And, and the ones that have had a lot of experience, even if they ask for functional expertise, they're very quick to discount it because they know that doesn't actually matter. And we see people get tripped up in that all the time. Yeah, I think your point about even for internal resources that over time it becomes very clear who the real effective execution teams or people are, right? It's through their performance and, and tying the metrics. And so over time, there's this, this internal appreciation and there is this load factor uh, dynamic there and then people can just get overwhelmed. And so how do you achieve more of that balance uh, in terms of trying to get more of the key things done. So really, really important point there. So that's a great place to kind of wrap things up. I want to thank uh, Jolie and Jordan, both of you, for joining us today and sharing thank you your for insights. Having us. Yeah, thank you so much, Dan. And remember to visit marketimpactnow.com for the latest in business leadership perspectives. So long until next time.